praying about certain things, and it just seems like we're banging up against a ceiling, if you will. And, uh, you know, John had a word this morning. He really felt like there was a sense of, you know, a lot of us going through some different struggles and stuff. And it, But it's important to remember the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And I do believe there's a, a breakthrough that has to be, take place in the heavenly realms. And, and uh, sometimes people come to church for what the church can give them. I really feel like 2019 is going to be one, is this year where we uh, commit and invest into the kingdom, into what God is doing, and, and to say, Lord, you know what? There's, there's a word that keeps running through my head, and it's tenacity. How many of you are stubborn by nature? Just lift your hand. <laughs> you can't lift your spouse's hand. That's just against the rules. <laughs> right? But you know, do you know that a lot of times stubbornness is a negative quality, and you know, and sometimes in our families and different things. But do you know that it actually, uh, when it's like most things, the devil tries to twist things for evil, but God wants to use it for good. Amen. And stubbornness and tenacity with the vision that God has given you for your family or for this church or for for your life. Like if I was to ask you this morning, how many of you think and want 2019 to be a breakthrough year for you in your own personal life and relationship with Jesus Christ? Yeah, amen. We want that, amen. But sometimes we get a little passive and we we sit back and wait for life to happen to us. And the problem with that is, like have you ever been at the seashore where there's big waves? Man, if if you want to get out, you got to make it happen. Like you got to put your shoulder into that wave, or you got to jump under it or over it. You got to do something. But if you stand there, man, I'm telling you, that thing will wipe you out. We, we were in Maryland back at the, you know, early part of last year or in the spring, and man, those were some huge waves. And I watched a couple of my kids take it, teal, you know, what do they call it, tail over a teacup, man. They just did one of these. And actually, Jody and I, well, Jody did this, right? <laughs> she, uh, she got out in one of these waves and was it a couple times, right? What? Oh, that's right. We had to get a lifeguard into this thing. So how many of you know that, like, getting rescued time and time again is not really what God has for us in our life? He actually wants us to, to go for some stuff and get in on it. Amen? And uh, one of the ways we do that is by encouraging each other through testimonies, right? And when I hear Karen talk the other day, we just, this is weird, we're out in Round Lake with a couple other friends, and we just bumped into, I bumped into Karen. I'm like, oh, man. And she started to tell me the story. I'm like, Pretty sure a lot of people need to hear that. Amen? Because what do we say? If testimony is, God, do it again. Amen? God, do it again. Whatever you're doing there, do it again. And I don't know what it is about us and babies, if you've been with us for a few years, man. Like, there's been this thing with, with uh, Epicenter Church and praying for babies and God just doing miraculously powerful things. And so we just say, hallelujah, amen, and more for that situation. Amen? Like, let's just do that. If you're around her, just put your hand on Karen real quick. We're just going to not only thank God for what he's done, but believe him for supernatural, uh, exponential, unbelievable growth and health and favor over that family and over that baby, God. Lord, right now, we just, we just encapsulate that little one in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, even over this Christmas Eve, we've heard about John in the womb and how it leapt. And when, when, when Mary came and, and things were happening, even in the youngest, youngest ways. Lord, I pray for a, a leaping in the womb even now, oh God. I pray for an for a encapsulation in the, and to be born in, encapsulated with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
We just say that and we declare it, Lord, because we've seen you do it. We've heard you do it. And now we say, God, do it again. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. So we're fully expecting a unbelievable. Are you serious with this? <laughs> As many of you know, I'm a diehard Viking fan. And uh, Kathy uh, left her dirty laundry up here. I'm not sure what this, uh, what this was. <laughs> I got to bet with her. If the Bears win, I got to wear a Bears jersey next Sunday. If the Vikings win, she's wearing purple, baby. All right. <laughs> but uh, go Bears. I know. I live in the land of the Philistines. I don't know what to tell you. Um, anybody else, real quick, have a testimony they want to share? You have a testimony, Lorelai? You want? Here, let's uh, get you this so we make sure we hear you real good. Um, so... About six years ago, maybe seven years ago, my sister, um, who's about three years older than me, stopped talking to me, like, completely. I tried to, you know, reach out to her, apologize. You know, it was just over something really stupid, and but she wanted nothing to do with us. And my family suffered, my kids suffered, not having their aunt in their life. Well, last January, she came for a visit and stayed with me because we had picked up, kind of started talking over um, my uncle passing. And um, we stayed up till 3 a.m. and we just shared our hearts and it just, a time of restoration happened, which I was promised last year. And so when January, like it was January 2nd or 3rd, she came, I was like, wow, God, you're just starting the year off with restoration. Well, this Christmas, her and her husband and her daughter all stayed with us and we had Christmas together and it had been probably over 20 years that we, my brother came and my sister and we all spent the holiday together. And so as he was sitting there, I didn't really, you know, last year was my fulfillment, but this year as, you know, they left, they live in Arizona, you know, we cried and, you know, she just said, thanks. Like, we haven't had a Christmas like this. So you know what? Sometimes restoration doesn't happen on our timeline. Sometimes it takes five, six, seven years. But when it happens, you know it's God. And it's so good. And you couldn't have thought that it'd be any better because he just makes it way better than it ever could have been. So if you're praying about something this year and you want breakthrough, we serve a God who believes in restoring what was lost tenfold. Because I couldn't have asked for a better holiday Christmas this year with my family. I couldn't have imagined it any more perfect than it was. But God. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. Praise for that. Hallelujah. How many of you have uh, family relationships that are strained, that are in a weird place? Just lift your hands. Okay, so I feel like, I just felt like God, when she was sharing that testimony, <laughs> what do we say? God, do it again, right? Amen. So if you are in a situation with a strained family situation, <laughs> I didn't say strange, I said strained, okay? Might, actually, it might include both. And anyway, why don't you stand to your feet real quick? We're just going to take a little time. We're, we're just totally blowing this service in a whole different direction. Hope you're okay with that. But if you have a strained relationship with some kind of family situation, brother, sister, father, mother, son, or daughter. I want you just to stand. 
And then if you aren't in that situation, I want you to come around. And I want everybody to have at least one person uh, laying hands on them. And uh, hallelujah. So when we hear what God has done in one family, the Bible says he's no respecter of persons. In other words, there's nothing more holy or special or unique about Lorelai and her situation than what God wants to do. As we were singing these songs this morning, there was he, he's redeemed the redeemer there was a there was a word redeem and i really felt like that got highlighted in my spirit that god wants to redeem your situation redeem your families and so just begin to declare out we're not begging god for anything we're declaring things right now amen hallelujah so lord we just declare Lord, that you want to see relationships restored, Father. You want to bring, as, as you said, the hearts of the Father to their children and the children to their Father, God. And Lord, we extend that out into aunts and uncles and, and sons and daughters and fathers and mothers, God, right now to redeem relationships, oh God, to redeem them. Hallelujah. Just call it into redemption right now. Call it into a new place. I just break off shackles. And I just feel like you're supposed to prophesy. Some of you are supposed to just begin to prophesy over that person that you're, you're praying over right now. Hallelujah. Just as God begins to speak to you, just declare his words over that situation. Hallelujah. We do that right now. We prophesy into these, these uh, dry places, these dry relationships. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. We prophesy in. Things that are not as though they were. Hallelujah. Right now. Hallelujah. Yes, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Have a word. Give a word today. Hallelujah. So, Lord, those dry places, we just speak life to right now. We speak uh, rivers of living water begin to flow, God. Hallelujah. Phone calls begin to happen from people we haven't heard from for so long. Even friends, God. Not only family, but friends. Lord, I pray and speak into texts and emails and lines of communication begin to be renewed, oh God, and, and, and words that are going to be spoken and forgiveness is going to be given and received, oh God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just say yes over your situation right now. Yes, oh God. We declare health and hope. And, and whatever has happened with the Browns, we declare even more so for everybody else, God. Let it, let it even be exponential to these other relationships, God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. All right, hug them and sit down. we got a few minutes. I'm not going to let you go just yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, yes. Hallelujah. We are just rolling today. We're in the we're in the flow. Here we go. So, um, about a month ago, I was sitting in um, I was sitting in Tacos del Norte with a friend. It was just really um, she was encouraging me. Um, one of the things that happened this year is um, God grief. I can't stop crying. <laughs> my school shut down ministry of Epic Christian Academy 
my, my um, career that I've done for 22 years in Minnesota and here um, just crumbled. And it was, it was, it's been horrible. And so I was sitting with my friend, and she was encouraging me and, you know, drawing the hope out of the situation because, you know, there's always, there's always something good, always, always something good. And so Steve and I went from two paychecks to one paycheck, and that's not fun. I do not encourage you to ever try it. <laughs> we, you know, we're just... We we we've been. It's just the whole thing. My heart, my identity, my character, my my ministry, my 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 money. Everything's just been hit hard. And so, I have applied to over a hundred and fifty jobs. Over a hundred and fifty, and I have gotten a hundred rejections, and forty nine people who don't care. And I got a phone call. So I'm in Tacos El Norte, and I'm sitting with my friend. She's encouraging me about the job situation. And a woman walked in who used to be one of my employees. And she walked in, and she said, um, Jody Abbott. And I gave her a hug. She said, I woke up this morning with a word for you. And I went, okay. <laughs> I'll take anything at this point. Care if it's a dirty word, just give me something. <laughs> and she said, I, I couldn't write it down fast enough, but here's what she said God has got something for you, and it's double anything that you ever thought you were worthy of. And it's going to come, and when it comes, it's going to be more so and more powerful, more than anything. And, and it, it was just dead on. So. The very next day, my phone rang. It was a Mundelein number. I don't know anybody in Mundelein that I like. But, um, <laughs> but um, it was a dentist office that had, they found my resume online. And they, my first, uh, my first, like, phrase is, I'm a detailed um, administrator with, with, something like that. And they said, we want you to come in and we want you to, um, have you ever done uh, dental stuff? And I'm like, I I've been to the dentist and I owe a dentist, but I don't, I don't, you know, I've never worked for a dentist. And they said, we, we're looking to hire an administrator to take over the wife's job who was her, working for her husband. The wife wants to retire and we're looking for someone and I, we think you're it. So I went in and did a meet and greet, then I did a first interview, then I did a second interview. And here's, what, here's the miracle thing. As I was going into their office, um, I look over and I noticed, I, I, I know it was the Holy Spirit. I told Steve, I know it was the Holy Spirit. But you know how the door has three hinges? It should. Well, the bolt, I know a lot about taking doors off hinges because I have teenagers. Um, it's powerful, Sam. Um, <laughs> um, one of the hinges was sticking halfway up. And as I was watching, she was giving me a tour and putting my stuff down. And I was, as I was walking past the door, I just reached over and put my thumb on the hinge. And she said, oh, that, that hinge will never go down. And I went, 
soup. And she looked at me and she said, how did you even notice that? I said, I just, I just see things and I fix, I mean, I don't, I don't walk past things. If I can fix that, I fix it. She said, we've not been able to get that hinge down. And I, it was honestly, it was just like, like it had been oiled by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, well, anyway, this job, I don't have all the details, but I can tell you this, this job has offered me more money than I've ever thought I was worth in a career I've never done in my life with benefits that we have never had. They want to pay me to retire one day. And get this, if you know me, if you've known me for any amount of time, I've got really horrible teeth issues, free dental work. So, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. What? So, you know, sometimes it feels like when something goes away or gets taken out of our life, you know, we, we look at that as a negative. So the school thing, we've the deacons and the leadership – uh, the school was starting to be a real financial drain on the church, and we just, you know, we had to make a, a business financial decision, and we felt good in the Holy Spirit to do that. But, you know, loss never feels that great, you know. So, we, you know, we're like, okay, you know, so we're trusting God, and we're believing Him, and uh, out of that, uh, we get a, I guess she went. <laughs> about, two, about two months ago, when we, the deacons, when we said we're going to close the school, Church of Joy in Waukegan, Zion, Waukegan, Church of Joy kept trying to call and talk to me, and they wanted to start a preschool, and I just got angry. I'm like, no, God, I don't want to help someone else flourish. I want ours to flourish. No, God, I don't want to be a light. I want to hide under a bushel right now. I totally was just mad that they would keep calling, and they kept calling. And finally, I had um, uh, Dixie just shut them down. I think it was Dixie. Somebody, or somebody just tell them, please don't call again. Kathy, Kathy. you took them. <laughs> okay, so this was two months ago. Now, okay. they called again. Better not. Okay. <laughs> so real quick, we got a hold of them. They got a hold of Jody. We had all this extra equipment that we've had over here for the school that we don't really need anymore to the tune of, what, about 15? Okay, so 15 to 17, depending on how much. They want it all. And I don't mean 1,700. I mean 17,000. They want, and they just like, yep, 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 yep. They just want all of it. So this week, they're getting, they're finishing up their stuff. And so we're going to be able to sell a bunch of stuff we don't need to, you know, have some financial breathing room here a little bit. And on top of that, they want to hire the professional here to help them set up their school, and they're going to pay her to take all of her wisdom in the area of child care industry to help them set up their school. So not only does she have this other job, which is not quite full-time, she's going to actually have this other job on top of that to be an advisor to them to set up their school by February. All right? So how many of you think that's pretty cool? Amen? Awesome. Go, girl. All right. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to give you one verse, as, as, as Bill Johnson would say, we're going to make this official. We have to at least have one verse in here today. Okay. Uh, take your Bibles and turn. Oh, yeah, we got to take an offering, too. While we're turning in our books, why don't we, first of all, reach for your wallet and whatever's in there, dump it in the offering. Uh, this is the end of the year. This is your last chance to get uh, a tax uh, break for 2018. So when you do your taxes in 2019, what you give in this year actually gets taken off of your income in next year, and it's a great advantage. So we encourage you to do that. <coughs> On top of that, we still have about $4,000 we want, we need to pay for this month uh, to our landlords. So as the Lord would speak to your heart, give generously. Uh, that's it. Just give generously and trust God. Amen. And so, Lord, we just believe that you know what you're doing. <laughs> Imagine that. You know what you're doing. And you are a good God, and you are a great God. And we are simply not going to worry about things that you're not worrying about. So we trust you with finances. We trust you, God, uh, with this offering. Not only to just the building, God, but give us, Lord, I pray into, and I bless into resources, God, to be able to do all that we need to do for your kingdom. For your kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, fully funded, fully resourced, and fully blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I just give liberally. And uh, once the offering goes by, and again, if you, if you want to give in the kiosk, that's available and working. You can, you can give uh, uh, on that. You can also go to the website. You can give online. And if you want to download Secure Give app, you can do that on your phone as well. Just type in Epicenter Church, and it'll take you right to it. Hallelujah. All right. I, I just felt like there was one more thing that God wanted to do. So real quick, um, if you would turn to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Uh, I just want to share this testimony with you as well. Uh, <laughs> this is a Passion Translation Bible. All New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, and Song of Solomon that somebody gave me as a gift, and I am super, super excited to have it, and if you don't have one, you should either get a friend that'll give you one like I do, or buy one yourself. Bless you with that. Passion translation, it's amazing. I'm going to just take a couple extra minutes here. I just feel like I want to share one more testimony with you guys. Uh, On Christmas... How many of you know spouses, it's really important to try to figure out what your spouse needs and really wants, uh, right, and then try to accommodate that. So uh, back a few months ago, the Abbots, Jody, is really good at finding stuff online. If you ever need to find something, wait, I'm not going to sign you up for that. Sorry, I'm just going to backtrack from that one. She's amazing at finding stuff on Facebook and all that kind of thing. So there was a, a bathtub, a jet bathtub that she found, and it worked and everything, and we were going to install it, but we just didn't have the money for the plumber to come and do that thing. So I've had this bathtub sitting in our garage getting covered up by everything else, you know how it is. And so for Christmas, I wanted it Mother's Day. We actually, was it Mother's Day or birthday? Yeah, birthday, we tried to get it done, didn't happen again. And I'm like, I'm going to get that, t- I'm going to get that tub in, the, in our bathroom. I'm going to get that thing hooked up. So <laughs> had it all lined up, had a guy I trusted, you know, had done good work, blah, blah, blah. He comes back and he says, yeah, I'll put it in. 
fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars to put it in. And I'm like, whoa, dude. I was thinking like three, four hundred, you know what I mean? Like, like this is just way out of my price range, you know. So I was really bummed, and it was just a few days before Christmas, and I'm thinking, God, what do I do? Because I don't want to be the schmuck on Christmas morning that doesn't get his wife something she really wants, right? Everybody turn to your spouse and say, amen, <laughs> right? So I was like, God, what are we doing here? And there, some of you, we've actually used this phrase a couple of times, but, you know, how many of you know that God cares about what we care about? He actually does. Like, sometimes we feel like we have to apologize for the things we want or desire to God. And God says, listen, I actually give you holy desires. I give you good things that I actually want to do in your life, right? So I was like, okay. So I'm kind of frustrated. And I, I know that, do you know what a weighted blank, blanket is? A weighted blanket? It's a normal blanket that got fat. I don't know what the deal is. It's like really heavy. And people like to sleep under weight, like a lot of weight. It's a big thing. And it helps people that are, you know, maybe uh, anxiety and just different things or, or just comfort, you know. Um, so I'm like, my wife wants a weighted blanket. So I started looking for one. There is not a weighted blanket in all of Gurney this close to Christmas, a couple days before Christmas. I'm like, huh. So, like Mike, we've talked about before, you know, we just slow down and say, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? How do you want to fix this problem? And I just felt like, I should go to Target. Now, I don't like going to Target, the whole, you know, bathroom situation and everything. I, I kind of tend to stay away. But I felt like God said, go to Target. So I go to Target, shopping around, and I found the end cap. And the end cap said, weighted blankets. And then there was dust bunnies all up and down. <laughs> like there wasn't a weighted blanket anywhere in the thing. I asked the guy to come over. I said, you got any in the back? And he, he's like, no, man, those sold out a long time ago. You missed it. <laughs> like, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, what do I do? So I'm standing there. So option A is the bathroom. That's out the window. Or the tub, that's out the window. Option B, I'm sitting here going, weighted blankets, nowhere to be found. And then, see, the Holy Spirit wants to speak into every single area of our life. So I'm standing there in the middle of Target, and I just said, God, you got to help me. I don't know what to do. And he says this. I really feel in my spirit. He says, go to the return thing, the customer service desk, and just see if anybody's returned one in the last little bit, right? Like, cool. So I head for the return desk. I walk up, and I'm talking to this one guy, and I said, I know, you know the end cap is all empty, and they don't have any in the back. Did anybody happen to return a weighted blanket? And the guy's like, no, I don't think so. And just as we're talking, this, late, this other gal comes walking, and she hears the conversation. She works with the online orders for Target. So like, people order online and then she delivers them. She goes, hey, you looking for a weighted blanket? I said, yes. She goes, somebody online ordered one and then they didn't want it. So I just put it out on the shelf an hour ago in this other area way over here on the camping side or so I don't know where it was. She goes, do you want me to show you it? And I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure yes on that one. Yes, I would. Yes, yes. The answer is yes, you know. <laughs> so, we, yeah, can we run? <laughs> and, of course, it's a few days before Christmas, and Target is just packed, and there's just, and I'm thinking in my mind, you know, I tend to sometimes go negative instead of positive. I'm thinking, you know, somebody's going to get there right before me and grab the blanket as <laughs> like I'm walking up, and I'm like, no. So I start walking with the gal. Sure enough, she walks up, and as we're walking, I swear to you, I'm going, Jesus, 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 you know, you know how you do, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus, 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 hallelujah, the blanket must stay, you know. And I get to the blanket, and I'm telling you, it's in this box. It's from, what's the company, the uh, Sharper Image or something, I think it is. It had been ordered, it came back to Target, it's still in the tape in the box, I grab this thing, and you know how it feels, right? That, oh, that thing just, that peace, and that thing just overwhelmed me. And I thought, you know, God, I was in a difficult situation, but through every single step of it, and I'm not trying to me, me thing. I'm going to show you in a scripture here in a second. It, it was, God, I'm going to trust you with this situation. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're going to work this thing out, but... I'm going to trust you. So as I'm walking, Jesus, 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 it wasn't like crying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It was, I think we're on to something here, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like, I'm headed for this blanket, you know. And sure enough, boom, I see this blanket. I take it in, and I'm just, man, you know how it is. If somebody at a store helps you really accomplish what you're there for, you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't hug her. I'm serious. Right in the middle of the store, I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just, I'm walking out of the store, and I'm feeling this amazing thing. And here's what I felt like God told me. He said, listen, son, I got good things for you. You can trust me, right? And not like the Joe D'Souza guy from the 80s. Remember, you can trust me. You remember that guy? It wasn't a false trust. This is the real deal. God says, listen, you can trust me. Even when it looks bleak, even when it looks like all your options are out, I, I, I still got a weighted blanket for you. I hate it back here. And I hid it in the side and the back of the store where nobody else could find it. And it was just for you. For her. And I cannot tell you, over the last, well, when's Christmas, it's what, the 29th now, so four days. She must have said thank you, and this blanket is amazing, 20 times or so, I'm thinking. And she just, it actually hit this perfect spot for her. I'm sure she still wants the tub with the jets, but we'll get to that eventually. Maybe with your new hot job and all this money, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> but uh, if he, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. We'll close with this as we head out here. And many of you know this, but I'm going to be reading it in Philippians 4, verse 6 um, in the Passion Translation. And it says this, Don't be pulled in different directions, or worried about a thing. I think in some of the versions it says, be anxious for, let's all say it out loud, nothing. Nothing. Say it loud one more time. Nothing. 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 See, one of the things that I, that I hate about the Christian church is that we have these, we've talked about this, these yeah buts. So the verse says, be anxious for nothing. 
And then I'll talk to people, and I'll say, hey, Bible says be anxious for nothing. And they'll turn to me and go, yeah, but, and then they describe their situation. Like somehow their situation is catching God unaware. <laughs> like somehow their situation is so much more difficult that Holy Scripture and the Word of God and the everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, blah, 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 can't handle it. I don't know about you, but we need to get the yeah buts out of our lives. Amen? Like we need to forget the yeah buts and start saying, no, there's no other place than Scripture. There's no other place than the Word of God. And he says, be anxious for nothing. That's exactly what he means. Browns disconnected from their family. Be anxious for nothing. And then you say, well, how do I do that? Well, he tells you right here. <laughs> Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. You know, make your requests known, some of you says. In prayer, thanksgiving. Here's the thing. The more connected I am with him, the less anxiety I will have. So he says, listen, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, stay here. <laughs> you got a big assignment at, on your job? Stay here. You got a big worry at home? or Stay here. <laughs> don't leave this place. Stay connected with me. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I have uh, teenagers moving into driving years here, as these, this year is going to be a driving year for all the advocates. Well, sorry. <laughs> The teenagers, not the 10 and 11-year-old. But, but you know what? I'm just trusting God. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, they're going to hit a telephone pole, or oh, they're going to run over a dog, or whatever, you know. Like, ah, you know. But, but, but you know what I've decided? I'm not going to be anxious for them. Have a fender bender, do all that. You want to know why? Because Sydney started driving, and I give her three rules. I say, number one, check your mirrors, right? Number two, make sure everybody's buckled up in your car, because no matter what happens, you're responsible, Right? And number three, pray. Actually ask God's angels to come and get on board. Like they're with you and all that stuff. But I think making that prayer and supplication known to God, listen, the more we say Jesus, 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 the more we have this sense of peace and the less anxious, anxious nervousness and all that stuff we will have. I'm not making this up. Read it. <laughs> Amen. So let's, we'll just finish up here. He says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Don't be anxious. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gra gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Folks, I'm telling you, if you are in a rough spot, if you're in a place of, hey, what do I do? This verse can bring life to you. I mean, all the scripture is life breathing, we know that. But sometimes we need that one thing. You know, if you wake up in the nighttime or if you wake up in the morning and the first thing is dread or anxiousness, Folks, I'm telling you, God is, huh, okay, we're going to talk about this more next week. But life is a test, isn't it? I mean, don't kid yourself. God is actually testing you. Do you really believe what you say? 
You know, what we sing on Sunday mornings and what we listen to on the radio, are those things really true? Is he really my Savior and Lord? Because you can't have it both ways. You found this to be true, and I'm sure I have too. Anxiety and peace cannot coexist. You can't have it both ways. You either have to choose anxiousness and worry and dread and all that, or you choose peace. I told you about my number thing, right? Where I've been seeing these numbers, and I see the same multiples of numbers. And so it's funny, this, this week, I've had two sets of numbers that keep coming. Of course, by 333. I've mentioned that one several times. And I really feel like every time 333 in the morning, sometimes I'll wake up, I look over, it's 333. I'll wake uh, in the afternoon, I'll be I'm driving around in my car, 333. And I believe with all my heart that God is affirming once again, over and over to his son. And he's telling me something. Jeremiah 333 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. <laughs> Isn't that what anxiousness really comes from? Not knowing the answers, the unknown of these problems and these things, right? And God, I just think is affirming. Like for me as the leader of this church, and you know, are we going to keep the building? Are we not? Are we, you know, is the money going to come like we need it? And we need blah, blah, blah. You know what? God says, hey, call to me. And I'll tell you great and unsearchable things. In fact, do you know that 333 was the time of day before I went to Target to find the weighted blanket? I swear to you. It was like God said, 333. Oh, yeah. Call to me and I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Hey, God, I'm calling to you. Tell me some great and unsearchable things I do not know. He says, hey, son, go to Target. Really? The bathroom thing, God? Yes, go to Target. I got something there for you. I go there, boom, 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 the whole story unfolds. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm telling you, this is actually the word of God. Call to me and I will tell you. So then the other one is 222. I, I don't know what it is. I keep seeing 222 everywhere I go. And so I did a little search and I actually asked some prophet people that I trust. And they said this. They said the number two, especially if it's multiplied out, means double favor and double blessing. And the other one is double payback for your loss. Boom. <laughs> you need that one. <laughs> I need that one. You need that one, right? Hey, double favor, double blessing, blessing, and double payback for whatever loss has been taken from you. And I'm thinking, all right, two, 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 three, three, three. Let's roll with that, Amen. And so, Lord, I just declare your blessing over your people as we walk from this place. Hallelujah. Lord, you are our redeemer. You are the one, the restorer. Father, as we prayed and trusted you for prayer for our friends and families, as we celebrated with the Browns, as, as they've had this unbelievable turnaround and Christmas like no other for them, we just thank you for that. And, Lord, we just say, Lord, do it again. We trust you with our families. We trust you with that. And Lord, we just speak double favor, double blessing, and double payback over each and every area of our lives. And Lord, as we move into January here in these next two weeks, as we spend some time fasting and seeking you, God, Lord, we are believing you for breakthrough. 
We don't even know how to do it, but we pray, Jeremiah 33, 3, Lord, that as we call to you, you are going to tell us great and unsearchable things we do not know. And we're going to trust you fully. Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, we're going to make our requests known. And you have promised to give us peace that passes understanding. And we say yes to that. Can we just say it together? Yes. Yes. I say yes to that. In Jesus' name. All God's people said, Amen. Hallelujah. That just feels good, doesn't it? Hallelujah. All right. So be blessed. And uh, if you get a 222 or a 333 that you run into, send me a text or something real quick. <laughs> we'll, or if you know a plumber for $300. That would be great. You know. Anyway, bless you guys. Have a great uh, New Year's. We will be having Breakthrough Prayer on Wednesday. So join us for the first day of the fast right here at 630 Breakthrough Prayer. Love you. Have a great week.